It's the Lizzie McFire Podcast. Guys, welcome to the pod. We're back. We're back for more. Are you ready? Yeah, so ready. We are chatting all about Lizzie and Kate's big adventure. Excellent adventure, like Bill and Ted. It's called Lizzie and Kate's Big Adventure. No, it's called Lizzie and Kate's Excellent Adventure. I'm oh. looking at it. No, you're not. Wait. I am. Hold on. Hold on. I, I Did I just like project that I wanted it to be like Bill and Ted's Lizzie and Kate's? You're right. I okay, knew so it. Weird thing. I'm on like Wikipedia right now and it's called Lizzie and Kate's Big Adventure on Wikipedia. Well, as you know, Wikipedia is not always the most reliable of sources. Hey, that is true. That is accurate. I know Michael Scott said, you know, that anyone can put whatever they want. So that's how you know you're getting the best information. But <laughs> it's not as true. We've seen in the last couple of weeks, that's not true. That's not true. You guys, this is episode 26. Eight. Oh my gosh. Wikipedia page says it's the 27th episode. Is it really? Yes. What? This, okay, everything is wrong. It's episode 28, and it's Lizzie and Kate's excellent adventure, like Bill and Ted's excellent adventure, which apparently they're remaking. Oh, very cool. Well, apparently this was written by Jeremy and Nina, my favorite Bargill (laughs) (laughs) sibling. My favorite Bargill. I can't say their last name to save my life. I liked how I watched you physically shrink into yourself as you on the screen as you said it. I don't want to know how to say it. Or is it the world's unsexiest last name? (laughs) It sounds like what Flim is. (laughs) Fake Wikipedia site. After being absent from school, Lizzie finds out that her project partner is none other than Kate Sanders, Ah! who was also absent on the same day. They do start getting along after they start working on the project, but after the project is over, they both take mean shots at each other. You know, they do share a little secret smile at the end, showing that they do still have a bond. Meanwhile, Matt is convinced he's a psychic. You guys, (laughs) he is off the rocker in this episode. It's pretty good. It does end up going away. He loses the gift at the end, and Joe feels very happy that she proved him wrong. Mm-hmm. That's it. That's the episode. All right. Hey. Thanks, guys, for joining. Have a great week. <laughs> we outie. What did you think of this episode? Did you like it? Based on the title of the episode where, you know, Lizzie and Kate's excellent adventure, I I kind of had a just an idea that it would be more of, like, them getting lost somewhere and having to find their way. Like, more I just had a very... Idea. I had a very different idea of what it would be. This was less of an excellent adventure, more of a school project about a country. (laughs) More of like a project about Latvia. (laughs) Really let me down. I I won't lie. I know. I kind of had a similar feeling. Plus, here's the thing. I think Kate is one of the worst actresses on the show. I know that's a big statement, but... I just, whenever she's acting, it just, she's not, she's not selling it. I'm not buying it, whatever it is. And I know that's a big statement. It's nothing against you, Ashley, the actress, because. You think that Kate is one of the worst actors on the episode because of the direction she's 
been given. Maybe that's why she, you know, maybe she isn't a good actor. I don't know. Maybe she, that's why she stopped acting. Maybe. I don't know. I think it's just, she's always so, she just lays it on really thick. Like, we get that you're the mean girl, but it's not, like, subtle at all. We get that you're a suck-up to parents, but it's – oh, I also – okay, I recorded something that's kind of – Well, maybe it's because she is being – I mean, let's be real. That's what she's being told to do. That's not her fault. It's true. So, digging into the episode, Mrs. Stubble in social studies assigned <laughs> everyone – I know. I'm like, that's unfortunate. Do we ever see Mrs. Stubble? I think we do. I don't think she has Stubble. So she assigns everyone to bring a dish from a country for a potluck you in, which how fun. I remember we did that in like fifth grade and I I never did that. Oh yeah. It was awesome. We got to, um, we were supposed to bring in a dish from a country of your heritage. So as a child, I was obsessed with the idea of being from France. (laughs) No, but I did get my um, ancestry results back and I do have French apparently, but it's a very small percentage. So I brought in cream puffs. Um, I remember someone else brought in these homemade tortillas, this guy um, named Ernesto that I, well, he went by Ernie, but he, his mom, to this day, I will never forget, brought in these thick, hot, homemade flour tortillas, and he lived right by our school, so she literally brought them straight from the stovetop to our classroom, and they were, I will never get that image and that taste out of my mind. They were so good. Another kid brought in schnitzel. We just got to have a lot of different things. It was fun. Oh, that's so cool. I never did that, but I I imagine that that can't happen in today's day and age with all the food allergy stuff. Oh, I'm sure. Yeah. And yeah, no peanuts for show. But Gordo and Miranda have Mexico. They're going to bring in tamales, which... I'm sorry. I'm sorry. What? Did you just say no peanuts for show? <laughs> Yeah, I said it. No peanuts for show because I'm cool like that. You're so cool. Anyway, so they're bringing in tamales. Delicious. And then Lizzie and Kate are paired together with Latvia. And they keep stating that like Latvia is known for its congealed like jellied meats Mm. um, and gray peas. And I did look it up and apparently it is a very heavy – their dishes are very heavy with meat. That's like a big staple of the diet. I didn't see a lot about jellied meats, though, but sure. But gray peas is a real thing. That's a real Latvian treat. Also looked up the thing they ended up making, and it looks really good. And I actually kind of want to make it. I found a recipe. Wait, you should make it, and then you should post it to our Instagram. That would be so cool. Oh, yeah. So I did. I also looked up what is Latvia's famous food. Oh, like good. Known for, and they are known for potatoes, which is one of my main food groups. Pork, dry curd, cottage cheese, tomatoes, what is and cucumbers. Dry curd, cottage cheese. No, I don't want to find out. <laughs> Summer berries, which fits with what they make. Stewed sauerkraut, rye bread pudding, and smoked fish. Ooh, I love smoked fish. The more you know. Well, they did say that Latvia is the capital of jellied meat, so I'm never going there. Yeah. Wait, did they actually say that online though? They kept saying it in the episode, but I didn't. They said it in the episode. I didn't. I didn't, I didn't see, it, see it. I did. I actually laughed really hard at something Matt did in this episode. So <gasps> whoa, 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 okay. whoa, whoa! I meant to record it, but I don't think it has the impact without seeing his face when he says it. But so the next day uh, after Lizzie finds out that she and Kate are supposed to be partners, she's sitting at the breakfast table and she's in her robe again, which robe life, I get it. And uh, I'm wearing mine right now. 
And she's saying like, yeah, I don't really know if I want to go to school, blah, blah. And her parents are like, you need to go just work it out. And Matt goes, you're going to have a really bad day. And he just says it so (laughs) gleefully. And it actually made me laugh out loud. It was pretty funny. That is really funny. I wrote down the same thing and I wanted to record it, but I didn't for the same reason because it's his face with it. So. Yeah. You have a history of recording things that maybe don't translate well to the podcast. I do. I do. It's not my forte, but um, Jake Thomas, I know you're a huge fan of the pod. You did great in this episode. <laughs> I'm just going to let that hang in the air for a second. You know, now minimalism is pretty in, you know, we like clean lines. We like no clutter maximalism was totally in back then because I was looking at Lizzie's bedroom and I remember thinking her room is so cool and there's just stuff everywhere. There's a million like fuzzy printed pillows and like a collage on a bulletin board and then like all these little trinkets on her headboard and a lava lamp and yeah, totally different. Mm -hmm. Yeah, weird. And I think maximalism is actually coming back. I agree. Yeah. And And I don't hate it. I actually kind of like it, but I feel like you have to do it right and do it well. And people who do it well are doing a great job. Yeah. I, I feel like it was really funny to see their house in this episode too. Yeah. One thing I did really enjoy was Kate does come over to Lizzie's house. She doesn't want to be seen with Lizzie in public. So she says, I'll come to your house. And Joe and Kate have the most amazing interaction. I think Natalie recorded I did. So let's play it because it is so incredible. It's it's so awkward. So good. We see Joe come alive in a way that I've never seen. Okay. Hey, we haven't seen you around here in so long. It really has been too long, Mrs. McGuire. So what have you been up to? Oh, I've been really busy. Okay, there she is. And i got a lot of work to do, so I'll let you get right to it. <laughs> she just like books it out of there. She does not want to hang out with Kate. I just love how much she's on Lizzie's side and she just recognizes that Kate's the worst. And Kate thinks she's being so cordial and respectable. Sure. <laughs> I know what you mean. Yeah. Words are saving me. Kate thinks that she's being like totally on the mom team. Yeah, she's, she's winning her over. Presenting this perfect image. And in, in reality, Joe's like, you kind of suck. suck. Yeah. And I'm going to get out of here. So yeah, they have their little group project thing. And it's kind of weird because they are both talking about how like oh, they hate their friends because their friends are the reason they ended up partner with each other because they didn't think about partnering with them because they were out sick and they both are like I hate my friends and then they have this like tender look and they laugh and they're like (laughs) I literally wrote down are they gonna kiss I know it was like a weird there were a couple moments like that my favorite was at the end we'll get to that but yeah so they laugh about hating their friends and they share in that moment and there's a couple little things they like laugh about how gross the food is and you know very very disrespectful to Latvian culture but whatever they talk about well then they meet up again the next day and they talk about like okay, what are we going to make? And they meet at the Digital Bean and they run into friends and it turns out, you know, badly because their friends both are like, what are you doing with that person? But they decide they're going to make this thing called Alexander Tort, which I looked it up. It's a dessert that was conceived to commemorate a visit of Tsar Alexander Alexander III in Riga, today's capital of Latvia. And it's just raspberry jam sandwiched between shortcake with a sugary lemon glaze. Delish. Gosh, that sounds so yeah, good. Yeah, very, 
very into that. But my favorite thing was uh, Miranda asked, why are you guys going to the digital bean? I thought Kate didn't want to be seen with you in public. And Lizzie goes, well, the bean has DSL. It took me like 45 minutes to download something at her house. Do you remember DSL? Do you remember when like that was a thing? You could not, you could not be on the internet and download all the things you wanted if other people were using it or if like someone picked up the phone. I mean, most everyone who's listening to this knows our struggle, Mm -hmm. but you had to log out. Yeah, it was an event. It would keep using your your minutes. And there were a couple of times I forgot and I got in so much trouble. Mm -hmm. Do you remember you had to get like the AOL CD? It would like come in the mail and that was how you. (laughs) It's really weird. And it made me think about at first I was like, what did Kate and Lizzie do that day at their house? They feels like they've accomplished absolutely nothing. It really was. It was like, they were like, okay, let's meet tomorrow so we can pick out our dishes. What have you been doing, girls? (laughs) Exactly. What have you been doing? Well, apparently it took them 45 minutes to download something. There you go. In the meantime, I'll let you talk about this. Matt is at school with Oscar and he tells him he had a dream that Mrs. McGee was out sick and they didn't have to take their math class. Oscar says, she is out sick and we do have a substitute in math class. And then he also dreamed the substitute was wearing big red clown shoes and she is wearing big red shoes. I said I was going to let you talk about this and then I just took (laughs) You snoozed your little should have jumped in. I was waiting for a pause and there wasn't one. You can talk about the other stuff he predicts, like when the kids come over. First of all, let me just talk about how, oh wait, sorry, you go, you go on. I know how this ends. You literally just said, I can let you talk about the rest of the stuff, like when the other kids come over. And I think if I wouldn't have interrupted you, you would have kept going. I've learned my lesson. My comment was on the substitute teacher's feet. They said she has big red clown shoes and she's wearing Doc Martens that are red and her feet are not big at all. I know. Matt thinks he's psychic. That's the story. Done. No, it's, it's really funny. He sets up a psychic studio in his backyard. Kids come over. They want to get red. He is wearing some probably culturally inappropriate clothing, <laughs> and he is wearing a long fingernail yeah. added, like an attached long fingernail, which I don't know what that has to do with being psychic. He ends up saying some stuff, which they never explain how, so maybe he was psychic for a quick spell, but he predicts three events for three of his classmates that are going to happen Um, One, he says, you're going to buy a very expensive gift. The other one was, you're in for a a, a haircut really soon. And then the third was, you're going to take a long trip. And the kids are very annoyed that they've spent their time and apparently money. They don't ever show an exchange of funds. So they end up leaving. On the way out, we see Sam's infamous gnome in the middle of the grass that the kid who's going to take a long trip, he trips over it and takes a long trip, uh-huh. if you will. He spits out his gum. It lands in the girl's hair, a.k.a. she's got to get a haircut. And she knocks over the other kid who's going to buy an expensive gift. His bag flies through the air, crashes into the glass door. And that's when we see Sam standing in the window, picking up the bag and saying, someone's got to pay for that's this. That's the gift, I guess. Yeah, that gnome. That gnome has attacked many a shin. It really has. So, you know, now Sam is also convinced that Matt is a psychic. And I, that was my, probably my favorite bit of the episode is that Sam is convinced that Matt is. 
I know that was kind of cute. He really believed it. He really, and I think that Sam thinks of Matt as his like mini. I mean, he is. He is his mini and he's just stoked. Like it reminds me a little bit of the relationship on Modern Family between Phil Dunphy and Luke. And how Luke is really into magic, Phil's really into magic, and they have this Mm -hmm. great bond. So I thought that was kind of cute. Yeah. At the end, we realize um, Matt smashes into Kate and knocks over eggs eggs on the skirt. Eggs on the skirt. They love eggs. She and Lizzie were bonding. They were talking about, yeah, do you remember that sleepover? It was your ninth birthday. And Kate says she got a Baby Spice t-shirt and she put it on right away because she was so excited about it. And they were baking cookies and made a huge mess. And she got eggs all over the shirt. And it took her mom uh, four washes or something to get all the eggs out. And then uh, she's like, I wonder who gave me that shirt. And Lizzie says, it was me. Another moment where they probably should have kissed. <laughs> and then Matt runs into her with eggs. So twice. But nothing gets on her outfit that time. Until she falls and gets oh, yeah. all over her shirt. So that is three times in the last two episodes where they have mentioned eggs on shirts for whatever reason. They love it. They love it. So that is what happens. Matt knocks the psychic powers out of him. And he's no longer psychic anymore. Mm-hmm. But we do get the wonderful pleasure of seeing Kate and Lizzie make this Alexander tart. I just got to say something. Lizzie is measuring flour in the most irresponsible way. <laughs> what do you expect? I found it deeply troubling. <laughs> Takes a measuring cup. She scoops it into the flour. She doesn't use like a knife to like knock it down. Level it. Level yeah. it. She just scoops it very unlevel and puts it in the ah. Uh, Classic Lizzie. I'm no baker, but I know a thing or two and that's not how you do it. And you are a baker. Don't sell yourself short. So they end up presenting their their tort or their tart to the class. And they actually like had a moment before that in the kitchen when Kate goes, what happened to our friendship or whatever? And and Lizzie says, well, you know, you, (laughs) you went off to camp and when you came back, everything was different. And they just have this brief moment and it hangs in the air. So when they present, they like, I want to go back to that. Okay. Before you move on, because That is such a pivotal moment that I truly remember. From elementary school to junior high, something happens. That's true. It's crazy. And so when she said that, it just really brought me back to remembering that that time and that transition. And I feel like it wasn't really a choice as much, you know? Maybe uh, if you weren't popular, I feel like it wasn't a choice, but I just, I have a really close friend. She's still one of my closest friends who was talking about this the other day about how she was, we were in seventh grade and she was kind of in the popular group. And she said she remembers making a really conscious decision to like leave those people as they were turning into kind of the mean girls. Cause she's, it's my friend Lacey. I knew it. I was, yeah. Arguably one of the nicest humans alive. Oh, nice. And she remembers making like a conscious choice because she was like, I don't like how they treat people. I'm going to be friends with Michaela. I'm going to be friends with these other people who are really nice. And it's very self-aware. It's oh, incredibly self-aware, but that's her. She's like that. I just feel like that that was such a pivotal moment in junior high. And I wish we could see more of Lizzie McGuire because we don't really get to see Matt make that transition which I think would have been kind of like a cool storyline. Yeah. Anyways, go on. They present their Alexander Tart. Yes. And they're getting along. They're like smiling at each other during the presentation. And 
they, it sounds like had it well researched. They've got a poster board full of facts and everybody comes up to try it. And this is, Kate takes a bite. She goes, wow, this is actually not bad. And I was thinking, you didn't try this prior to bringing it to class. Yes. Who bakes something and doesn't eat it right away? Kate, because she's a monster. I have issue with that. I do too. Yeah, it was weird. But yeah, it looked good though. And I had a great British Bake Off style. I'm going to make it. It's going to be awesome. Oh my God, please do. I will. You guys, at the end, they go their separate ways. They do have one last like meaningful look together where they kind of smile. That was the weirdest part. First of all, there's like a song playing in the background, like an acoustic song, and they're looking at each other, and Kate is with her popular friends, and she looks away from the group towards Lizzie, and Lizzie's looking back away from Gordo Miranda, and they share a very knowing smile, and it was so romantic. It was like, this is- It was romantic. I want to know, are there are there any fan pages out there that are shipping Lizzie and Kate together? <laughs> I'm not actually I kind of am because they they would deserve each other they're both very Mm -hmm. uh selfish (laughs) yeah they kind of do deserve each other Gordo deserves someone who's not in the show at all he deserves me dare I say dare you (laughs) but I do think that they had a little moment and I I wonder if we're gonna see that ever come back in future episodes I don't think so it's because these people are like goldfish they just forget everything by the next episode so probably not. They, that is the best way to describe <laughs> the writers of the show. Did they learn a valuable lesson? Who cares? Yeah. Let's learn it again. Yeah. Over and over until we die. Well, one of my favorite moments was Kate realizing like she stayed too long and she's being nice to Lizzie. And instead of saying, I'm going to leave, she goes, well, I got a motor. I got a motor. Do you, I don't have any fashion notes. You go, girl. Okay, my fashion notes are only about Miranda. Miranda was like, I think Miranda yeah. gets overlooked a lot for her fashion. Miranda is always serving us something fresh. Mm. And so in the very first scene, when they come to tell Lizzie about the project, Miranda is wearing a shirt that has a, like a sash painted on it, like, a, like you'd see at a pageant. And it says, misunderstood on the sash. Oh, wow. I was wondering what that said. I couldn't tell. I was like, Miss Universe, Miss Underworld. Miss Underwear. Uh, Miss Understood. Very good. Um, Also, wasn't that like a Kelly Clarkson song or album or something? Yeah, I think it was. No, Miss Independent. (laughs) Never mind. how fast I got on that train. Yep. Like, yeah, that sounds right. Sure. Um, The other thing is later when... They're talking in the hallway about, you know, Lizzie going with Kate to the Digital Bean. Miranda has goggles on her head. She's wearing... What? Go, yeah. I thought they were sunglasses at first, but then there's a strap that, like, connects it all the way back. She has a ponytail, like an updo, and goggles. I'm looking at it now. Kind of steampunk. Yeah. She... And that's actually something I started to notice the last couple episodes. Lizzie is very, like, um, limited to... American Girl catalog look. And Miranda seems to shop almost exclusively at Hot Topic. (laughs) (laughs) And yeah, she's definitely got an edgier look than Lizzie. I like it for her. It looks cute on her. And she is in that that scene you're talking about. She has safety pins uh, across her chest. 
Yeah, and in another scene, she has chains, little tiny chains across her, um, like it's like a tank top, but they're almost making like fake drop sleeves with that. So she, yeah, she has a lot more like edgy elements to her clothes. But yeah, so all my fashion moments this episode were about Miranda. That's really fun. Well, Mm -hmm. we see Lizzie in a lot of tank tops in this as well. Um, (laughs) Nothing really that nothing really that interesting. Miranda, you're right. She's a, she's a fashion queen. Yeah. Well, who do you have for us for today's? Where are they now? So I have Oscar, aka Sebastian Jude. Oscar has been in a couple episodes. We saw him in the episode with Matt, where he was uh, Matt Man, and Oscar was the incredible <laughs> Oscar with a fantastic costume. So he was in an episode of All That in 1994. You remember that show? All that I never loved it. What? Oh my gosh! I didn't have people. Oh man, it was like SNL for kids. It was fantastic. Loved it. Then he was in three episodes of Lizzie McGuire. Um, he was in one episode of The Brothers Garcia, which I remember was another show on Nickelodeon. Wait, he was only in three episodes? That's what I found. Wow! So we've already seen him in two. Yeah, we've only got one left with Oscar. He was also okay. So then he was a pool boy in a short called. Don't Bet on It slash Yala in 2014. And he also wrote and produced this. So he was kind of getting into, yeah, like making, I guess, independent films. He got married that same year, March 2014. He and his wife have a very cute dog also. I stalked both of their Instagrams. Mm -hmm, Very cool. Their dog is like a cavalier mixed with something, I think. It's cute. It kind of reminds me a little bit of your dog. But I... Okay, so this is where I'm confused. I can't quite figure out what he's doing now because I went to LinkedIn and I don't know if it's him or not because there's no picture with it, but it said Sebastian Jude, senior brand strategist and content producer at Inspired Artistic Minds um, at UCLA, which kind of makes sense. It could be him. It could be, except- It just feels like a very generic name. Sebastian Jude? I feel like there's probably at least- 50 Sebastian Judes. I've never met a Sebastian Jude. Maybe if it was like Mike Smith or something. I don't I mean, know. That, be right. got to be 50 million Mike Smiths. Yes. But okay. So don't know if that's him or not. But also I was confused because on his wife's Instagram, she mentions like the Northwest and there's like some pictures from Oregon and then I think some from Washington. Oh. Yeah. But I can't tell if she's just from there or if they live there now. But if they do, then does he work at UCLA? And then there's not his LinkedIn. It's not his photo. It's a generic name. Right. But I couldn't find another with him. Well, maybe he doesn't need one. Maybe. But he did get an MBA last year. Um, she posted that he had, she was like proud of him for doing that. And also apparently he's in either like the Navy or the Coast Guard. I couldn't tell based on the uniform. So he's gone on to do other things besides being in the theater world. Uh, he got an MBA. He's somehow involved in the Navy or the Coast Guard. I know this is like the most murky where are they now we've had. <laughs> I I just want to prove the point that Sebastian Jude is a very common name. I'm looking up Instagram because I was like, oh, I want to see if I can find him. There are probably a hundred accounts of people named Sebastian Jude. I just think of Sebastian as not a super common name, but I, I guess that's me and my limited scope. I'm sure there's a ton of Sebastians from other cultures. There's but, even a Sebastian Jude Dash Hound account where it's just two Dash Hounds named Sebastian and Jude. So I, I don't know. I don't know. That's really funny, though. 
Yes. So yeah, so he's doing other things. He's married, cute dog, maybe in the Coast Guard or Navy, we're not sure. And he got an, <laughs> and he got an MBA, possibly living in the Northwest, oh, possibly living in LA. Kill me. This is <laughs> so good. Okay, well, let's move on to the episode scale before we... Oh, should we do Date, Mary Kill first? I'm sure. Would you rather date, marry, or kill Matt, who thinks he's a psychic, Kate, who is nice, but only to your face, or Sam, who thinks that his nine-year-old son is psychic, but is clearly not? (laughs) Okay, read it one more time. I'm sorry. Date, marry, kill Matt, a psychic Matt, Kate, who's only nice to your face, or Sam, who is convinced that his nine-year-old is a psychic, but is clearly not. God, these are terrible options. I'm picturing with Sam, like that parent or who's like, oh, my kid is so special. And you're like, 100%. your kid's basic. <laughs> it's like very obvious to everyone that Matt is not a psychic, except to him. Yeah. It's on it. Oh, man. Oh, I'm struggling with this one a lot because nothing drives me more crazy than someone being super convinced that something is true when it's not. <laughs> that drives me up the wall. Oh, you must be having a hard time. <laughs> I, the last couple of years have been tough for me. <laughs> that was good. So I I might, I think I'm actually going to kill Sam. Wow. I know, which is hard for me to say, but like I, I would go no. Oh my God, you guys, she's going to marry or date Matt. This is uh, well, two weeks in a row. Matt is also believing something that's not true. So I'm I'm going to date Matt because I think it'd be fun. I could I would have a great time on that date like playing along with it and being like, "Wow, yeah, like tell me something I don't know about my future." And it's all going to be complete bullshit and I'm going to love it. And then I think I would end up oh god, this is terrible, but I think I would end up marrying Kate, which Oh, that like makes me feel really sad to like be married to someone that talks shit about you behind your back. But given the options. We all know that. We all know that couple too. I know that couple. And you're just so uncomfortable. Like they just make little digs about their spouse. And it's like they pretend it's like cute and funny. And you're just so uncomfortable. You're like, you know, I have to talk to your spouse soon. So yeah. Well, I think I would date Sam who thinks his nine-year-old son is a psychic, but is clearly not. I could handle it for a couple dates. I would marry Matt who thinks he's a psychic. You know, I think I might try to make some money off of it. It's doing pretty well. Maybe we could turn it into a side hustle. And then I would go ahead and kill Kate, who's nice only to your face, because I can't handle that fake shit. I know. That's, I, you can. So it's like really interesting that you chose that and I didn't. (laughs) I definitely could not handle that. And I, that would drive me nuts too. I feel like I made the wrong choice. Too bad. It's set in stone. It's real. It's happening. <laughs> Text that you're married to Kate now. I know. Man, this is so tough. Oh, she's texting me right now. Hold on. Uh, you don't <laughs> want to know what she's saying about you. <laughs> it's all lies. Actually, I guess that's another thing where it's like, she's believing something that's not true because I'm clearly awesome and she's convinced otherwise. So, Wow. I struck a nerve. You did. You really did. Well, what's our scale today, Matt? All right. Our scale is <laughs> on a scale from... And this kind of dips into what you were saying. Sam just being utterly convinced that Matt is a psychic, even though he's clearly not. I see that as the negative end of the scale. To Joe being clearly convinced that Matt is not a psychic, even when he does guess some things correctly, like how many fingers are being held up. Love. Okay. I'm going to give this a rating of jellied meat. (laughs) 
Because when I first hear it, I love jelly. Jelly's delicious. And I love meat. But do I <laughs> want jellied meat? Absolutely not. Fair enough. That's- and I heard the title of Kate and Lizzie's Excellent Adventure. <laughs> I thought it. there'd be more hijinks. I wanted it. And then yeah, once it yeah. happened, I realized this is the jellied meat portion. I don't love it. <laughs> Oh, this is that portion. (laughs) What about you? (laughs) Uh, I am going to rate this episode running into a garden gnome with your shin because it's just like, it's not pleasant. Like I did not love this episode, mostly because there was so much Kate and I just don't enjoy Kate. That's a bummer because you were on a roll for like enjoying the episodes the last about three or four you've loved. I know I'm back to being a hater, but that's the way the cookie dip, dims to berries, as they oh, say. Be a hater, be a mediator. Oh, okay. Yep. Okay. That's a whole other story behind that. I was a peer mediator in middle school. <laughs> what? Of course you were. We got to yeah. hear about that on the next yeah. one. Okay. We'll talk about that next time, guys. But it's been real. It's been fun. We I feel like we were a little bit more uplifting this week than we were last week. But I hope y'all are hanging in there and that you have a really wonderful week, Natalie. And listeners, I'll talk to y'all soon. And on that note, got a jet. <laughs> got a motor. Got a motor. Just kidding. We, we out of here. It's the